goodness, Xbox Nation, welcome to the special edition episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. And of course, we're here because we have breaking news that literally has stopped the presses within gaming journalism, folks. And we are going to be talking about the newly announced original IP Indiana Jones exclusive Xbox title being produced by Todd Howard, Bethesda Gameworks, and of course being developed by Machine Games makers of the Wolfenstein series. Folks, this is probably the biggest news, and folks, I think we're only uh, a week and a half into 2021. My God, this is the way you start the year, and when you look at the year that Xbox is poised to have starting on the 28th with the medium. This news could not have happened on a bigger day. And I say that because today is Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer's birthday. And of course, I already wished him a very happy uh, birthday and thanked him for being the transparent human being that he is. But wow, talk about a double dose of Xbox goodness on a random Tuesday. And to break all of this incredible information down with me today is, of course, my co-host who keeps this show running each and every week. Zemi Games, welcome to the program. Your boy, Todd Howard, executive producer you must be excited. I love Todd. I love Todd <laughs> Howard. I absolutely love that man. I mean, every single time I can ever talk about Todd Howard, I will <laughs> leap at the opportunity uh, while staring in my closet where my altar is always shining by the candlelight. Uh, Todd's pretty face is always in my closet. It's great. Uh, no, I, I absolutely love Bethesda. I love Todd Howard. I love the work that uh, that that man puts in, the amount of you know passion and, and creativity that he puts in. I mean, you can definitely tell that you, whenever you whenever you look at a lot of the you know people like in the industry, you can kind of tell you know this person is a business guy or this person is a creator. And I think it's kind of safe to say that Todd is more you know in the creator realm than the business realm. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, very very exciting news. I kind of disagree with the whole exclusivity, uh, as you as you know. We're gonna get into I, that. I, I, can, yeah, I can hear we, all the booze coming my way right now. Okay. I just Boo, think it's, I, I still think it's way too early to say you know this game is gonna be exclusive, but it very well might. Well, you know what? Listen, we're going to get into why we think it is. Your opinion is obviously going to differ than mine. And I think that is what is going to make this special edition episode uh, very, very interesting. Uh, and of course, interesting conversation is what we do here on the Double Barrel Gaming Network. Now, listen, I'm expecting because of the hashtags, we're going to get some new listeners. Uh, this is breaking news. As far as I know, no one has done videos yet, at least in the podcasting community. I believe people People like Dealer Gaming and Randall Thor and many others, Zalker87, all great friends of mine and, of course, the community. They should be putting out some amazing content. But being a podcaster who is retired 
and who can literally leap into action the way we have done today. Uh, I hope that if you are new, you're going to enjoy the banter. Um, and of course, uh, you consider subscribing to the channel. If you are here in the chat, please consider hitting the like button. It certainly helps with the analytics and the algorithm of YouTube. Before we get into the main crux of why everyone is going to tune in, I must offer a tremendous apology to four particular community members that dropped Super Chats last night. And listen, folks, if you've heard me talk about this, this isn't an act. Um, I am horrendously bummed when I miss a Super Chat. Somehow or another, I missed four. Now, I don't know if that was my fault per se, or they just did not post on YouTube for me to see him during the live stream of last night's primetime gaming. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, I have been sick to my stomach over it. So without further ado, I do want to read those four Super Chats from last night that I missed because it does really bother me. Again, when I do these shows, when I write this, uh, the, these scripts and I produce this content, I expect nothing. Uh, the pure view from someone and a nice message is more than enough, but people find it uh, necessary to donate to the channel. And of course, they cannot be overlooked. And we're going to start with Michelle Alexandria. She dropped a super sticker for $2. I want to thank you. If you're listening, Michelle, truly appreciate we have Spooky Sprocket Gaming, who has been a generous donor and donated $5 uh, last night. Says, just wanted to give a shout out to the panel. Glad to see you and you all and hear all of your thoughts. Appreciate you and game on, fellas. Thank you for that, Spooky. We also have Hidden Gem Gamers. He dropped an outstanding $5 super chat says, Hey guys, I'm a fan of Activision, other uh, Activision's other games. Does anyone remember Ravensoft? In do, in, indeed, we do. As a matter of fact, I think Ravensoft is working with uh, the Call of Duty franchise. And he said their last game was Singularity, which, by the way, is a hidden gem on the Xbox 360. That was a fantastic. He said, I'd love for them to make another. Who knows? Uh, that game, I I'd even take an HD remake of that, to be honest with you. And we had a big bomb come in from Bernard Miller, who dropped an outstanding and very generous $10 Super Chat and says, great show, guys. Quick question. Two years from now, Xbox Game Pass over or under 70 million subs. Wow. Um, to suggest over 70 would be, I don't want to say it's a stretch it, because they're, they're currently over 20. I know that for a fact. I would even dare say they're over 25 after the holiday. In two years, could they pull off 50? Uh, could they pull off an additional? Um, I don't know, 25 and 45,000. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, Zemi, what, what are your thoughts on that? Could they, could they be over 70 million subs? Um, that's, that's a tough one, man. I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, that, that is a tough one. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to say that it's definitely possible. I, I, I don't, I, I can't imagine it not being possible. I don't know the, I don't know what the likelihood of that would be, but I mean, we do know that, um, you know, Xbox is offering the service multiple, you know, multiple places, you know, uh, your smartphone, PC and consoles currently. Um, if if they, you know, came out with maybe, 
you know, the ability to, you know, put it on like uh, Samsung smart TVs and other platforms. And, and if uh, that one rumor, I think we were, I think it was a rumor of them making like an, almost like an Amazon fire stick, but for like the Xbox uh, that you would just plug into the back of your TV. If they made it more accessible than what it currently is right now with the way that we are looking at Xbox, uh, you know, um, I guess game studios producing, you know, content. Uh, I mean, I, I could say that it would be definitely very, very likely that that could happen. But I think the biggest thing is going to be, you know, accessibility. You know, if, you know, if they can open up enough lines for people to to get this however they want to get it whether they just want to play it off you know a smart tv play it off of a console play it off of whatever i i think that that's really the big key to you know to hitting you know 70 million in you know possibly two years is just um getting it you know opening up the door for more gamers to jump in with less restrictions yeah well that's that certainly makes a lot of sense but listen we need to get into the nitty gritty, the weeds, if you will. And we're going to be talking about the newly announced Indiana Jones game. Folks, listen, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. This is very exciting. And I want to read the press junket released directly from the official site of Bethesda. And it says this, after posting a 33-second video of what looks and appears to be Indiana Jones's table with a map and all of his gear and a typewriter. And on that typewriter, it says Machine Games, very subtly in there. And, of course, on the camera, it says Lucasfilms. I'm getting goosebumps. And then, of course, we see the epic hat and Indiana Jones's whip, folks. It is a great, great time to be a fan of to not only Todd Howard, but Bethesda, because we do have confirmation that this game is coming. Now, here is the exact press release, and it says this, a new Indiana Jones game with an original story is in development from our studio machine games and will be executive pro executive produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilms games. It'll be some time before we have more to reveal, but we're very excited to share this news today and happy birthday, Phil Spencer and Xbox community. Now, look, here's the thing. We don't know how long it's been in development. We don't know how long of a deal when this deal was struck. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a big. This is a. This is an epic time in Xbox history, and I say that because, as we know, the end of February, it is. It is uh, has been spoken upon by many people within Xbox, including head of Xbox Phil Spencer that the deal to acquire both ZeniMax and Bethesda Gameworks is going to be finalized. Now, that we don't know exactly when in February. We're, we have heard the end of the month, potentially the third week of February, but that deal is expected to be signed. And once that ink is dried, all of the IPs that Bethesda uh, that owned are going to be Xbox first-party IPs. Now, this is where both Zemi and I differ in opinion. And, I, and I'm going to get to his in a second. See, now, the, this is the deal. And we talked about this last night. As a matter of fact, it's funny because one of the main topics on last night's incredible episode of Primetime Gaming 
It was regarding comments from Phil Spencer, who said in, in an interview that he sat down for of how of the importance of Bethesda's first party games to Microsoft's Xbox Game Studio plans now and in the future. Now, look, everyone last night was in agreement, specifically um, Mag, middle-aged gamer guy, who said, uh, and I believe, I, I don't want to quote him because I don't want to get it wrong, that Microsoft would not have spent $7.5 billion on these IPs to loosely and wholeheartedly let them be uh, available on the PlayStation. I, I think that it sends a very, very poor message to the Xbox community. And, and listen, folks, I understand it's a business. At the end of the day, they're going to make the best decision that makes them the most money. But here is my argument to that. For seven-plus years... All the Xbox community has heard, and that includes Phil Spencer and that team at Redmond, is that Xbox has no games. Well, Microsoft did something unprecedented. They went from seven first-party studios to now 23 with 35-plus teams making games. The, 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 the conversation of Xbox has no games has officially died. That, that is no longer a part of any conversation. And I, I personally think, even though it doesn't say it in the press junket, I'm going to assume, potentially make an ass out of myself, that this is going to be an exclusive. And I say that. I say that with the ideology and belief that you don't go out and make and sign a deal with Lucasfilm's games and try to bring a new story to an iconic character like, of course, Indiana Jones and allow this to be put on a PlayStation 5. I think that it would be ridiculous. I think, again, it will send the wrong message. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be just exclusively on the Xbox Series X and S. No, you're going to be able to play this on your foot. On your phone, you're going to be able to play this on your tablet, you're going to be able to play this on your pewter because of Xbox Game Pass for PC. So millions upon millions of gamers are going to experience this new Indiana Jones exclusive adventure on the Xbox platform, but in different ways. They don't need Sony, they don't need the PlayStation, and to be quite frank... The way that Sony has conducted themselves over the last couple of years, going out of their way to sign exclusive deals like Final Fantasy VII, like Final Fantasy XVI, which, by the way, is going to be exclusive for two years, it would be, and again, this is my personal opinion, show a sign of weakness if Microsoft would, would allow anything outside of the MMO games in Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online to be on anything that has the four letters S-O-N-Y. That's my opinion. Zemi, I want to hear yours first. Let's talk about the excitement that your lord and savior, Todd Howard, is executive producer on the new Indiana Jones title just announced. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, once again, I have a, a, a living altar of this man in my closet. I love the man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and and then of course, I'm an Indiana Jones fan. I, I don't know, you know, very many people who really aren't. 
Um, and, you know, regardless of if it's exclusive, if it's not exclusive, the, the main thing I like to focus on is the fact that this is just another game that, you know, I at least, you know, will be able to play. You will be able to play. You know, most people will fortunately and hopefully be able to play. Um, and, and you know, I, I whenever I look at this game, you know, um, hopefully, you know, maybe a little bit later on, we can kind of talk if like, like what we think maybe more specifics about the game, like third person, first person. Maybe we can talk about that. Yeah, towards, absolutely. Like, back sure. The conversation. Sure. Um, but I, but I really think, you know, third person narrative adventure, uncharted Tomb Raider esque. Right. And I think that that is uh, those, those games really excite me. I don't think that there's enough of them. And, 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 and that alone, just, just the idea that we might be able to get another one of those Tomb Raider or uncharted treasure hunting, uh, experiences really, really excites me even more. Now to talk on to the, the, the dark and dreary topic of exclusivity that everyone is going to be screaming hate messages at me. Um, <laughs> what, what I have to say is I think it's way too early to say, you know, that this is going to be exclusive or it's not going to be exclusive. I just think it's very just way too early to say that. It's definitely um, early to even suggest it because yeah, we don't it, have any factual information. Sure. But with that said... With that said, Zemi, yes, you yourself has has you you are a part of the Xbox community mm -hmm. for, forever, right? You don't even own a PlayStation, right? You have a you have an Xbox, and you yep. and me, who obviously you've been a part of the Xbox Factor podcast for a long time, almost since its inception. You came on after we started it, because um, you know uh, the Welsh gamer and I. Which, by the way, I'm going to talk about the Welsh gamer in a second, folks. You're going to get excited. Um, and um, we have all we have heard, all we have heard. And, and again, I want to stress that we are when I say we I'm talking about the people at Xbox. They have heard the cries of the community regarding the the Xbox uh, not having games. They've read the articles. They've been interviewed by the journalists that put out this smut about how Xbox doesn't take care of its fans, how mm -hmm. Xbox has abandoned the exclusive. And this is a big deal. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, do, do you honestly believe something this big could be seen on a PlayStation 5? Yeah, I do. Um, and, and, and the reason I believe that is because, you know, first off, we don't know when uh, this deal between Bethesda um, and um, uh, uh, Disney was struck. Right. We don't know when, you know, when they signed this agreement that um, Disney was going to allow Bethesda or ZeniMax or whoever at the time to make this game. Right. The ink could have been signed, you know, two years ago. Right. And and it could have been explicitly stated in that contract that this had to be a third uh, a third party game. We, so right there, you know, that's just one avenue of how this could go around to not being a first party game. We just don't know those types of details way too early to even talk about. Um, and, and then, you know, also, you know, it, it, this isn't, you know, a, like a brand new idea for me. I've, I've, uh, I've been, no, no, you've you been know, banging this drum for, quite this rhetoric for yeah. a while now. Yeah. Um, I, I still think there is something to go along with Xbox maintaining the Bethesda game studios. I really, truly believe there is, um, 
they they already have you know the 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 you know Microsoft uh, you know game publishing. Why exactly would you keep Bethesda Game Studios around? And I think that, that is pretty much kind of going to be a a better organization avenue of publishing games on other platforms such as PlayStation or such as Nintendo uh, as as they see fit to do so. Um, I, I you know. And, and, and that's just that that's that's a, that's one of the major thing that that I just keep into my mind about this is is it's just really weird why they're keeping Bethesda publishing around because I, I can't really think of any other reason besides they just want to be really, really nice and they don't want to fire 500 people. No, um, I, I think a lot of that has to do with the MMOs that are not going away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like, like you have to understand that they're, they're, the Fallout 76 is, has been doing well for them because they fixed it. They put the time, they put the effort, they sunk the money into it. Elder Scrolls Online is constantly getting new content. It's constantly being updated. So the, the so the, the the publishing arm of Bethesda could be around to handle those particular um you know those particular titles. At the same time, they said it's going to be a case by case basis. Now that comes directly sure. from from Phil Spencer, but I have to be honest with you. You know, when they made this deal they looked at the road way ahead and they want to be and phil has said this that they want to be the netflix of gaming they want 20 30 40 60 100 million subscribers you cannot achieve those types of numbers if your product is offered on another platform that is the bottom line there, there there literally is no reason for playstation 5 gamer x to go buy indiana jones or or, or subscribe to the xbox game pass if they can play it on their playstation 5 there there literally is no reason for it uh, I, I again it's it, it's a it's a it's a hot topic that we're going to be going mm -hmm. back back and forth on yeah, and i, I mean, understand we, your we, point we could we could literally you know stay here and have a, you know a two-hour discussion like we did you know uh three months ago uh on the on this topic right um and 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 i think i make some valid arguments and i think that you make some valid arguments as well um but but i think that this is a very divisive uh um subject you know and and i just don't think that there is enough evidence really, there, really percent. your it, credit there is not yeah. enough evidence because they could have said exclusively for the xbox right they could have said yep. that but you know again we all we also have to remember we have heard phil spencer say and we talked again we talked about it last night in primetime gaming how they really cannot go into detail mm -hmm. what they want to do with bethesda and their ips until the deal is signed. So I think that we could get some more clarity, certainly get some clarification once the ink has dried. Real quick, let me just address somebody in the chat here who, who seems to be waving their hand very high. Um, Ashu uh, Negi uh, asks a question. He has, has asked a question I want to say about a dozen times. Does this mean we're, we will be getting a Knights of the Old Republic? Well, it's a this is a conversation that we're not going to have today. 
It is a conversation that we're going to uh, potentially get into on Thursday's Xbox Factor podcast because I have to write up some show notes. Now, I did answer your question, and I understand you're excited just as much as we are, but, dude, you got you, you have to ask the question once, and if I can get to it, I will definitely get to it. You cannot spam the chat with one question time after time again, because what that does is the minute Lethal Papa gets here, if he's not already here, and he sees that, you know what that means. That means that you get put on the pain no mind list. And we don't want to do that because if you're a fan of the show, we want we want to respect your 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 excitement. But you also got to respect the fact that as someone who has three screens in front of him open and trying to do a podcast, it's very difficult to answer every question that comes across. Now, Zemi, before we get into whether or not th- what type of game this is going to be, I do yeah. want to catch up on some of the outstanding Super Chats, because I'm not missing any of them anymore. And the first two come in from our very generous friend of the show, Pixelbit G. He drops not one, but two $2 Super Chats. He says this, Game Pass will come to LG and Samsung TVs as an app. Yes, we're going to be covering that more specifically on Thursday's show as well. He also says that Direct X 12 VRS2 support has been added to Gears Tactics and uh, Gears 5, which is a big deal. That That is awesome, dude. Thank you for that. Um, our very good friend, Everborn Saga, drops an outstanding, very generous final Super Genesis. I wonder is the exclusivity on the specific title will be defined by the license they have with Lucasfilm Games bearing that it should be exclusive. That's interesting. We don't know. Again, we don't have enough information, but I am going to revisit this potential topic on Thursday's show as well because again we're going to have some we're going to have some stories and some insider information that are going to be coming out in the next you know five to ten hours and once I can get my hands on it process that information and put it into show notes format we should be talking about that if any new information does come to fruition we have uh, our very generous friends of the show bounty boom drops an outstanding Five dollars super chat and says, "What's up, Boom? Here to show my support. The Xbox has no games. I've never said that because I've been playing a uh, game multiplayer game for seven years. It, listen, that's such a it's such a silly thing. Xbox has no games. It's ridiculous. The Living Flame, another generous f- uh, friend of the show. He says this after dropping a two dollars super chat." Um, PlayStation gets Spider-Man, Xbox gets Indiana Jones, and I don't see anything wrong with that. As a matter of fact, now I kind of want to talk about. Um, Machine Games. Uh, Machine Games is a developer that is notorious for incredibly uh, action-packed first-person shooters in the form, of course, of the Wolfenstein series. Now, we know that they have the chops to tell a story. We know they have the chops to give us big graphics with lots of gunplay and traversal around the environment. But what we don't know is whether or not Indiana Jones is going to be a first or third person game. Now, I'm, I'm assuming that that information is being held close to the vest by Todd Howard and the team making the game. But here's the question. We have seen in the past 
and I, and it's funny. I was listening to kind of funny um, P.S. I love you. And again, yes, I, I do listen to Greg Miller. I'm a big fan of the best friends over there at that company. And I have been a fan since they started, since they left IGN many, many, many years ago. I think they just celebrated their sixth anniversary. And they were talking about how the Kill Zone website um, was taken down. It looks like that Sony has officially killed Kill Zone. And I bring them up because um, the company that developed it, the developer that made uh, Killzone, uh, went on to make, of course, one of my favorite games of the PlayStation 4 generation in Horizon Zero Dawn. And they went from first-person to third-person action-adventure, and it turned out pretty damn well for them. Who is to say, Zemi? That, you know, machine games did not want to do another first-person shooter, and they have been tasked to tell a story, potentially, again, we're we're only only spitballing here, we don't know for sure, in a third-person action-adventure title similar, potentially, to, like, the Uncharted series for you as a gamer who does like both first- and third-person perspectives. What do you want to see this game come out in? Well, first off, I definitely want to say to the chat, I, I'm really actually interested to know what the chat thinks about this as well. So definitely chat, post in uh, first or third. What would you prefer this you know, stuff? Great, great call. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Actually do that. Uh, yeah, do that. You know what? That's a yeah, great Because I'm really to... interested in, in, in hearing everybody's opinion about this. Um, I, I think that this is one of the, like the most interesting um, ways of talking about this. Whenever you look at the developer, you it makes a lot of sense for it to be first person. But whenever you look at the IP itself and you and you know what other studios have been able to do with IPs that kind of share this same treasure hunting genre, you like you really, really think third person. For me personally, I guess I would be really okay with either one. Um, so so long as you know it, it, so long as it's really based on narrative for me. I think that that's one of like the big things, right? I don't want to just be running through levels, shooting a bunch of you know, um, shooting shooting a bunch of people and 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 running through tunnels and all this different stuff. I, I definitely want to have that really strongly grounded narrative, which I one hundred percent think we're gonna get. Um, but but what I would actually prefer is is 100% third person, over the shoulder, very narrative, uh, you know, adult, you know, themed, uh, basically, uh, you know, an Uncharted or Tomb Raider clone that they make it their own though. Like I, yes. whenever, yes. I, I'm not saying like clone it like identical, make it their own, um, 100%. And and we have seen studios uh, who 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 do amazing. Uh, first-person shooters bounce over and do, um, you know, amazing third-person games. I think that you uh, you you named one of them in the opening. Another one is Respawn. Um, they they made Titanfall, which is amazing. Apex Legend, which is you know very successful. But then they turned around and they made Jedi Fallen Order. So yes. you know, it, it's not uncommon for a studio that's really great at making first-person shooters to turn around and make third-person games. Um, and I think that that's exactly what they should do. Um, you know, excluding out exclusivity, one hundred percent. You know, either if either it is or if it isn't, it doesn't really matter to me. What does matter to me is I think it's really important to have another. You know, 
uncharted kind of like you know style game on the xbox platform regardless of if you know wherever else it might also be at i think it's really important to bring even more of those games over to the xbox uh you know ecosystem and to be able to play and you know if i'm just going to be honest i really have been craving to have that type of experience on the xbox again because it's just way too uh, rare that we get those games on um, on Xbox. I think like the last one that uh, that that came out that I played was Tomb Raider, yes. and uh, to me that is way too long ago. I I, I need more of that. Um, so for me personally, I would definitely uh, be begging Todd Howard. Uh, I'll, I'll be praying you know to the altar in my closet later on this evening uh, for a third person very you know over the shoulder narrative adventure game. Um, I think that that sounds absolutely just absolutely amazing. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. You know, I normally don't do this because I enjoy not only reading the article, but I enjoy writing my own words. Uh, that's why I take so much time to write these scripts for each one of these shows. But I did pull up an article from um, 2015, folks, uh, and it was during the announcement of Tomb Raider being exclusive to the one-year deal. And Phil Spencer said, and I quote, I wish we had an action-adventure game like the Uncharted series. Unfortunately, we don't. Okay, so let's fast forward six years later to right now, today, to today's date with this announcement. This, this is why I think it's going to be exclusive, because Microsoft has many, many genres covered in spades when looking at their 23 first-party studios, specifically in the RPG realm. We have Avowed coming out. We know that we have um, the, the new Fable coming out. We know that we have Obsidian uh, that's currently hard at work at several products. We know In Exile, uh, their, their storied history. Apparently, they're working on a AAA first-person RPG. We don't know when we're going to get it but it's coming. So mm -hmm. when, when you when you talk about uh, Western RPGs, Microsoft has that covered. When you talk about um, cover-based shooters or even first-person shooters, I think that they have that covered with both Gears and, uh, and of course, Halo. We're getting a new Halo in 2021. T we'll talk about the racing genre. Well, I mean, listen, the bottom line is no one knows who Polyphony is anymore and no one cares about... Uh, about Sony's, uh, you know, racing franchise that it, we don't even know if we're going to get it this year. It may be delayed pretty much like it always is. Gran Turismo, you know, has not done well the last couple of years, but both Forzas have. So they have plenty of, uh, I would say, ammunition in their arsenal when it comes to making games, though it is the third-person, story-driven, adult-themed narrative type of game that they don't have in their portfolio. And going back to that article from 2015, they didn't have it then. They still don't have it now. Now, granted, mm -hmm. those stories and those narratives and those third-person titles in Hellblade and Fable and a few others, like Compulsion's game, that's supposed to be an Uncharted slash Bioshock experience, are coming. Though this particular one, the action-adventure genre is one that could lend very well to being an exclusive. Now, again, we're not going to get into whether or not we think it is and we don't, but this is what they're missing. And quite frankly, 
I am very excited to see exactly where they go with this. And, and you know something? I saw I, I looking at the chat there, uh, Zemi, and once again, mm-hmm. thank you for, for, for pulling that out of your hat. Most people are are clamoring for a third person. I saw some people in there that said both, but I didn't see hardly any that wanted a first person Indiana Jones games. And I agree with mm-hmm. you. I think that if you're going to tell a new narrative on Indiana Jones, you want to get, you want to see that character. You want to see him in action. You want to see him taking cover behind a crate or whipping a gun out of someone's hand. You want to be that Nathan Drake, because Nathan Drake, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. Nathan Drake was designed from the ground up with Indiana Jones in mind. And you can say that about uh, Laura Croft for Tomb Raider as well. But now we're actually getting Dr. Jones, which is incredible. And to think that it is potentially going to be third person, potentially going to be an Xbox exclusive, this is super, super exciting. Now, here is the biggest question, Zemi. Here's another one. Who does the voice for him? Do they hire Harrison Ford or do they go out and get one of the bigger name name voice uh, actors uh, that we have seen in the industry for the last 20 years? You know, that's a great question. And, you know, to, to that, I would I would honestly answer it like this. You know, we from from reading the article, um, uh, I, one of the articles that I read, it, it kind of sounds like this is going to be separate from the actual movies and it's going to be separate. Yeah, a, yes, from, it, yes, it is a new tale. Yeah, which is great. yeah. And and, you know, with a lot of these, you know, uh, games, they, they, they I don't know, it just maybe kind of seems like they like to have like an origin story. So I think a lot of it kind of, you know, is, is based on the setting and, and, and what age uh, Indiana Jones is at the time. Right. If they make it, you know, maybe a more uh, gritty uh, aged Indiana Jones, I think Harrison Ford would be amazing. Also, you know, there's there's the money that kind of goes with that, too, because, you right. know, um Harrison Ford's going to be uh, he's going to want the big bucks. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and and so I think that that kind of, you know, takes it into, you know, you know, in in there as well. Um, If it was me making the game, I would probably not get Harrison Ford. I would probably make it a younger Indiana Jones as he's coming into his way, as he's learning the ropes, as he's just starting out. And I would um, hire a less known voice actor um a very talented one but just a less known one uh i I think that that would be you know better for you know for you know uh for overall the cost of the game but then also the longevity of the franchise you know this could be you know something like the uncharted series that they want to bring it out and 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 continue it on for you know the next 10 uh you know 15 years and and for that you know it, it would probably be best not to use Harrison Ford as he would cost a lot of money and he is getting up there in his age as well um that that's just my take on it what what's your take what would you, what would you like to see um my take is i agree with you i i agree with you that i would love okay when sitting back in your chair and thinking about harrison ford uh you know you know han solo you know dr Mm -hmm. jones voicing this character it's an exciting proposition absolutely but you are correct in saying that he is getting up there now we don't know in what age bracket 
this particular Indiana Jones is going to be. Is it going to be an Indiana Jones from his 20s? Is it going to be an Indiana Jones from his 40s? We don't know. There, there are a lot of variables here that we just don't have the information on. So we can only sit here and speculate like, you know, podcasting, you know, uh, podcasters do. Um, for me, I am thinking that we're going to get a much younger Indiana Jones. I think we're going to get one probably in his late 20s, potentially. Mm -hmm. I think that they, we could see a story where we maybe get a real origin tale of how he became uh, Indiana Jones, maybe a look into his family's history. You know, maybe we follow him like we've seen in Uncharted from a, from a youth to being, you know, the, the thief of the night that he is. Um, I, I, I put it this way. I, I'm actually okay either way, but, you know, some of the voice acting community that we have had readily at their disposal is, is a long list. I mean, you know, so it doesn't, I mean, it, well, it, well, it could be so, anyone. So, so, so five minute nature, uh, he didn't drop a super chat, but he actually did throw a name out there. And I think it's a name that sounds really, really interesting. This is also one of those names that would, it would be like, yeah, they, they would probably spend some pretty decent bucks to get that. But what about Ryan Reynolds? How would you feel about that? Oh, right. Wow. You know, that's a good one. Is it not? That is, that is a good one, but you know what? I mean, yeah, I, 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 I guess, I guess Ryan Reynolds would be a good, but that's, a, but that's some hefty bucks. Still. That, that, again, he's the busiest man. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously he just signed a monster deal. One of the biggest deal. We don't know exactly how much he signed with Marvel, but Deadpool's coming back. We just got confirmation that Deadpool will be rated R and he will be a part of the MCU. So he's going to be busy. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would want a big time star mm -hmm. per se. I, I would like to see the voice acting community uh, that has been providing incredible performances the last 10, 15, 20 years get the nod on this one because this is going to be a big deal. Um, let me catch yeah. up with some of these outstanding super chats that have come in. And we have Jay Moore, 2779. He drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, great show. Todd Howard is more OG Xbox than Phil Spencer is. Phil's been with the company for a long time, dude. So I don't know who's the more OG, if you will, but I know Todd Howard does have a, an affiliation towards the Xbox brand, which is probably why he is going to stay on for a significant amount of time, even though Microsoft did, in fact, purchase Bethesda and, of course, ZeniMax Studios. Uh, we have Aaron J JF94. He drops an outstanding final super chat and says, I've been literally begging for Indiana Jones. Uh, dude, and you got your wish today, brother. Uh, thank you for the super chat. And, of course, Aaron, thanks for being here. As always, we have another one coming in from JMR who drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, if Disney puts restrictions on exclusivity with Indiana Jones, well, why, why they didn't uh, complain with Spider-Man on PlayStation? Yeah, yeah I, again, I, I agree. I, I don't think well, that this I, is... I, I think the better argument to that is why, why did they allow Nintendo to have Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3? Because I think that that was, well, I mean, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Ninja, uh, Ninja, no, Ninja Theory, uh, mm -hmm. Team Ninja actually did that. I don't know um, if Nintendo went out and got that that IP. You know, Nintendo, because you got you got to remember, sometimes, um, I, the one thing I will say about Nintendo, we're going to bring it back to Xbox, so don't worry, is that um, 
when there's an IP out there that there's no one is going to do anything, Nintendo has no problem flashing the money. As a matter of fact, we saw that with Bayonetta 3. We actually saw that with Bayonetta 2, as a matter of fact, because after Bayonetta 1, there was no um, way that they were going to make it to until Nintendo stepped in and said, yeah, we will publish. They paid to get that IP and to make it exclusive. And I believe that is very similar to what happened with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is a fantastic Switch game. Um, I will say this. The more we talk about this, the more we start, you know, uh, you know, pondering, if you will, on what this potentially could be. Because, again, that's all it is right now. We literally have a 33-second trailer and one press junket from Bethesda. And our imaginations are running wild. And a lot of ideas. And a lot of ideas. (laughs) I I really, really want to say that just based on the disappointment with Phil Spencer during that 2015 interview about how the Xbox, they, they, I mean, he plain out said, we just don't have a Nathan Drake type character or an Uncharted type game on Xbox. I don't know if this has anything to do with that interview, but if it does, this clearly sews up uh, again a hole in the yep. uh, the repertoire or the the portfolio of Xbox. And again, we don't know if there's going to be a new Uncharted, but we know there's going to be a new Horizon Zero Dawn. Microsoft does not have that type of game yet. Now, granted, you can you could there's some. I guess you can go one for one when you talk about Hellblade versus, um, you know, uh, 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 Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, there there's there's similarities. They're both females. Mm-hmm. They're both like barbarian s characters. So there's some similarities there, but we don't know how big of a world. Uh, you know, Hellblade is going to be. We 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 can assume that uh, from what we've seen that um, Horizon, uh, the Forbidden West, is going to be a big RPG game. So we don't know. But I would still like to fight for the fact that a game with someone iconic as Indiana Jones, and if it turns out to be a third-person action adventure being done by Machine Games who normally does first-person shooters, it would be almost a sin upon the gaming gods to have that title released on the PlayStation 5. I'm being honest. Well, and and, and hypothetically, if it was a exclusive, which is 100% still up in the air, uh, I'm going to defend my platform still a little bit, but if it if it was hypothetically on Xbox uh, as an exclusive, you know, that, that really does fill in the gap of of something that they have been missing on like what you've been saying and 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 like i say on a lot of these shows you know it's all about variety that's what they're after they're 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 trying to become the netflix of games they want to have something there for everyone the same way that you know they're they're not going to just release you know horror movie after horror movie after horror movie on netflix because zimmy wouldn't buy it the same way xbox isn't going to do that it's all about variety and and that is definitely something that Phil has shown interest in. And, and in some ways, you could even make the argument, maybe it's uh, not as good of an argument, but it's still there slightly, that it's something that overall the Xbox brand has been trying to fill for a while. Uh, you know, looking back at Tomb Raider, uh, getting, you know, the exclusive uh, deal with uh, with Tomb Raider there all those years ago, right? So, so it kind of seems like Xbox has been trying to fill in this uncharted uh, gap, like this competitive gap, 
with Sony. And if it was a exclusive, that would perfectly fill in that gap. And, 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 and it would uh, also offer just that extra more variety uh, in the Xbox, you know, lineup of games on, on Game Pass and so on and so forth that, you know, that, that they definitely want and that they need uh, to have the Netflix of games. And you know something, I mean, you, again, you bring up really great points. Unfortunately for you, you bring up points that really kind of uh, debunk your non Well, I said, well, I said I, 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 hey, 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 hey. It makes sense. No, I mean, I, look, I would be lying if I said that it does not make some sense why uh, why a Indiana Jones title would be on, on you know, Xbox as an exclusive, right? I would be lying if I said that there wasn't, you know, proof to show that, right? For me personally, though, I don't, I, and, and, and let me also say, I don't feel as strongly about uh, this Indiana Jones game not being an exclusive as much as I feel as strongly as El the next Elder Scrolls is, is, is you know, not going to be an exclusive, right? Those are two very, very different situations. Uh, but I, but at the same time, I still think it's way too early. And I think that there is some, you know, uh, ways and some ways to look that gives, you know, credit to the fact that it could possibly not be an exclusive. But you know, hypo you know, hypothetically, if it was an exclusive, it, it would do it would do a lot of good for the Xbox brand. It would fit in, uh, you know, to a lot of the gaps that they currently have in their first party lineup. You know, offering you know variety wise, and and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, look at this point again. Uh, there's going to be a lot of speculation over the next couple of days, uh, and I would imagine weeks and months until we get some more information. Um, again, it, the, the press release clearly says that they don't have anything else to share, and it's there's going to be some time before we get it. But they were ha they were happy to make this very surprise announcement again, and that's the one thing that I have to once again tip my hat to. Uh, Microsoft. Now, again, obviously, Bethesda is not owned yet. They are they are they're weeks away from be becoming, uh, uh, you know, owned by Microsoft. So you would imagine that this announcement must come from the top of Xbox, uh, and that this is this is isn't just out of the out of the blue. We're just going to release this to the world. And hey, oh, by the way, Xbox, check our Twitter account. We just did it. No, this this is something that was was done to generate excitement uh, for Bethesda. But I, I think that when you look at this and again, folks, I, I'm really kind of speculating here. When you look at at the surface level of why today, why Bethesda made this announcement today, you might say, well, it makes no damn sense. Well, it, and you, you would be correct in saying so. But here's the thing. Why I find this so perplexing and so exciting as someone who produces content weekly is that the Bethesda deal is almost signed. So this, in conjunction with that, tells me that they want to get people excited for Bethesda becoming a first party. And what does that mean, at least in my opinion, is that this is likely going to be an exclusive in for the Xbox brand for a genre that we just don't currently have on the platform. And I think, and again, 
we can we I think I think everybody in the chat spoke their piece about it being third. I saw someone actually, you know what? Someone dropped a super chat. Let me let me just get to that. Um, and I'll read that out loud because it's actually quite in interesting. Uh, Joshua drops an outstanding five dollar super chat, and thank you for being here, Josh. Definitely appreciate that. He says, I think it's going to be a first person where you're playing as Indiana Jones sidekick following him on his adventures. That's actually quite interesting, but man, I hope not. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I want to use Indiana Jones. I want to use him like I would Laura Croft or Nathan Drake, and I think that him being a solo act would be better. I mean, there's going to be some supporting characters, there's no doubt. Maybe even people we've seen in the films coming back in a younger uh, younger uh you know uh role or maybe the, the entire game is going to be you know um comprised of just new characters uh, i'm hoping that it does so well that we it spawns a trilogy that we see this um you know going on but you know like i said i think the people in the beginning were asking well what does this mean for other lucas arts type games like let's say for instance star wars and I, and again we're not going to get too much into it now zemi because i'm going to write an original topic of how i personally think that this deal might be just a little bit bigger than we think because obviously we were talking pre-game and we know for a fact that ea had an exclusive deal with of course lucas uh lucas uh, arts and star wars that deal from what i understand is expiring either this year or next year wouldn't it be pretty damn awesome if we could see obsidian who is a first party developer and has been for some time get their hands on knights of the old republic 3 and get that released as an Xbox exclusive. Now, again, we're not going to go into detail because I'm going to write an original uh, topic. We're going to we're going to touch this on Thursday. But my God, that would be absolutely astounding if true. But bringing it back, reeling it back into Indiana Jones. Anything else you'd like to add? Because, folks, this was this was a very impromptu kind of a show. We didn't expect to do a two-hour show. We're already an hour. We originally were going to do 30 minutes, and that means I mean realize that the way we talk, we're not going to get 30 minutes. We're going to have to do at least an hour. <laughs> um, anything you'd like to add in, in, in conjunction with what has uh, transpired today? I mean, I mean, the excitement for Xbox gaming in 2021 is pretty, pretty incredible, and this is – Again, if you look at how Microsoft handled the business last year, mm -hmm. all of 2020's campaign for Microsoft leading up to the, re the, the release of the Series X and S, even during COVID, their, the way that they handled their business with taking control of the narrative was epic and it started in late 2019 with the game awards with the announcement and it just literally rolled now granted zemi they did have some stumbles but my god this is a big way to start 2021 do you think that we could see even more announcements like this in the next couple of months for xbox yeah i mean i, I don't know if uh I don't know if they're going to be maybe as exciting as the Indiana Jones thing. Cause that was, that's very exciting. I mean, uh, just across the board. Right. Um, but I think definitely we, we should, 
expect to see, you know, more in the, I don't know if weeks would be correct, but you know, nothing else months to come um, as we, you know, ramp up to June when E3 usually is. And, and then of course, you know, around that time of June, we're probably not going to have your traditional E3 uh, convention. It's probably going to be mostly streamed and online, uh, but but I would imagine big explosions to happen then. But but leading up, the, you know, until that point, the months to come, I think uh, I, I I definitely I, I I could imagine we would see you know more and more stuff. Uh, it's probably going to be you know smaller things like smaller trailers and stuff like that. Uh, maybe we might finally maybe we will finally get uh, more information on twelve minutes. Maybe another trailer or something to to kind of excite me uh and and all the rest of us out there that are excited for that game and 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 i think that you know we we should definitely expect you know more to come up and and just overall my final thoughts on indiana jones is you know i i'm just really really excited overall you know whether you're right whether i'm right you know exclusivity completely regarding that that doesn't even matter what matters is that this is a game we know it's happening um todd howard my savior is working on it it's indiana jones i'm super excited excited and it's just another game on top of all the other games that are you know coming out in the years to come that that I'm super excited to play and I know that you are as well so it's just really an exciting time to be a gamer and I just can't wait to see what these months ahead of us look like man yeah no and I absolutely agree and and what's interesting and and I think that um you know it's it's as gamers, when this Bethesda deal was announced, right, I, I, we, we did a show immediately that day. It's probably one of the biggest uh, impromptu responses for a show that we've ever had. It, 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 was, in, it was just an incredible day. Mm-hmm. And, of course, as gamers, and you look at the, the developer and you look at the past history, we thought Doom, right? We thought Fallout 76. We thought about Elder Scrolls. We thought about Wolfenstein. And all of you know, uh, all of the other games that you know uh, th- that were made over the years from both Bethesda and, of course, all of their smaller studios. What none of us thought is looking at the bigger picture on what new IPs and what new licensed IPs could come to the Xbox brand. Whether you know, again, and I still say this as exclusives because I, me personally. And again, if I'm looking to push my service, which the bottom line is Xbox Game Pass is the greatest thing since sliced bread. It is the most consumer-friendly, bang-for-your-buck value currently anywhere. I, I would even dare challenge that I think it's more relevant and more important than even Netflix is, and I'm a, I, and I have I have subscri- I have subscriptions to basically everything, like you guys and gals do, Netflix, Hulu, Shutter. For Miss, uh, you don't have Shutter because you don't like horror movies, but me and, mm-hmm. me and Mrs. Boom love horror movies, so we have Shutter. We have Disney Plus. We, we we have. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But with Xbox Game Pass in the conversation, and knowing that. Their goal as a company, their long-term goal is to become as big, potentially bigger than even Netflix is currently to this day. There, It does not really make any proper dollar and cents, in my opinion, to take a game that could potentially drive people towards your subscription service. Now, granted... 
I've said this before, and I'm going to keep on it until I'm proven wrong. This new generation that's in front of us, the one that we are talking about right now today, which is includes the Series X and the Series S and the PS5 and the PS5 um, digital, along with potentially the Switch Pro, is going to be, is is going to be one of the biggest generations for multi-tiered console homes in the history of gaming. And I think that we're going to, it's not going to be PlayStation Switch, Xbox Switch. I think you're going to see more PlayStation S slash Xbox and Xbox slash PlayStation. But I think, and again, this is just my small brain looking at a very, very big number picture. I think that it behooves Microsoft on both on two major fronts here, Zemi. Okay. The first front being us, the gamers. What do you what are you telling us as gamers if you go out and you buy a 7.5 billion dollar company, you spend 7.5 billion dollars on one of the biggest developers slash publishers in gaming. That tells me that you want to make first party gaming the best place to play on Xbox. That's what it says to me. What it says to me, if I see one of these games go to PlayStation 5, is is I, I think someone's drink drinking the weak sauce because there's no reason for it. The three three to five million copies of X game on the PlayStation 5 are a minuscule when you look at how PC is going to eat up this stuff in Xbox Game Pass. And again, that's just my opinion on it. I think that if I spend this kind of money and I want to drive, I want to be in that conversation of we have 100 million subscribers to our service. You cannot do that by allowing one morsel go to PlayStation. And I'm not being a fanboy here. I'm being a realist. Again, they've heard the same things we have, Azemi. Xbox has no games. Xbox exclusives suck. They don't have ex- important ones. We have all these over here. You guys have Grounded, or you have Sea of Thieves, or you have Quantum Break. All games that are fantastic and they're all right, but to the mainstream media and many people in the community, they just don't live up to Sony. So how do you live up to Sony? You make your own collection of big bomb titles, and the only way you can play them, in my opinion, would be to play them on Xbox which would be the best place to play, again, in my opinion. Anything you'd like to add to that, brother? Nope. I, did, I mean, I fundamentally disagree, but nope. That's, that's, I think <laughs> I that does that. a sin, man. Well, I love it that we disagree. I also want to uh, just thank a few people that have come in with more Super Chats. Uh, first of all, um, let's see. We got here uh, Sin Vendetta, a very good friend of the show. He says this after dropping a, a five-hour Super Chat. Sorry, Boom. I heard you say Sin. Were you calling me? You know something, dude? I might have misspoke. It did not realize, but you're here. And like a genie, hopefully you grant me my wish. Thanks for being here, and thank you for the generosity, Sin Vendetta. King One Supreme drops an outstanding $2 Super Chat, and this is a good one. Again, when we don't have any news, maybe we can talk about this. What if the Coalition made a AAA third-person Star Wars game? Yes, please, because, you know, Respawn um, is doing some big things. As a matter of fact, if you guys and gals did not know, uh, it's being reported that Jedi Fallen Order is the latest game with a next-gen patch that plays on the Xbox Series X and S. And guess what, folks? 
It's only available on the Xbox. It is not available on the PlayStation 5. So if you want to play the best version of one of the best Star Wars games in the last 10 years, you can play it in Xbox Game Pass with EA Play. And that next-gen patch just went live as it's being reported from our good friends at the Video Games Chronicle. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't play and you missed out on that on the epic experience my god i feel jealous of you because you're going to get to see it in incredible graphics playing on your series s or x and the last um super chat comes in from dead planet for five dollars and he says interesting that playstation did not retweet or mention this indiana jones announcement at all while uh, while xbox did that says playstation uh just doesn't know um, I think I think PlayStation knows. I, I I think the reason why they didn't retweet it is because a they don't want to look weak, and b they know that this is going to be an exclusive. I I, I think I, again, Zemi and I disagree, and that's awesome. That's great. That's great for conversation. But I think that they understand. I mean, look. I mean, look. Perfect example. Jim Dancing Shoes Ryan. He was interviewed in December, and he actually said. Well, we're still waiting to know whether or not the Bethesda games are coming to the uh, PlayStation 5. Come on. Come on, guy. You you, you are the head of PlayStation. You know that that's not happening. And he's just trying to be facetious. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, Dancing Shoes. Those games are not coming. You can buy an Xbox, though, because he's rich enough to afford several. So I think that if he wants to play uh, you know, Indiana Jones, he can buy an Xbox and play it there because it's not coming to the PlayStation 5 uh, anytime soon or at all for that matter. But listen, folks, this has been a great one-hour show. Um, listen, we had almost 400 people here in the chat, which was dope. Uh, this was an impromptu kind of a show. I really enjoyed doing this, of course. I was able to get Zemi Games to be a part of it. That is a big deal because he obviously is someone that I enjoy working with. Uh, talking about working with, uh, I've been on – well, not on the horn because we, I'm not going to call um, – Europe. I don't even know how to. I actually know how to do that, as a matter of fact. But I have been talking with the Welsh gamer, and um, just to give you guys a quick update on uh, what's going on. Uh, obviously, his wife is a nurse. COVID is a real thing all over the world, and she is working very long hours. But we do have confirmation that he will, in fact, be making his triumphant return this year, and hopefully. In the next couple of weeks, as uh, when he has Thursdays, well, when the missus is home, because obviously they have a small son, uh, that he is going to jump on. But yes, we will be getting the Welsh gamer, and we we will hopefully be hearing what the hell is going on at the initiative very very soon. So yeah, I, I wanted to update everyone because I know people have been asking. And Zemi, tell everyone not only about your new Nintendo Switch that you just bought, but where could people reach out to you, have a conversation, potentially yell at you for saying Xbox should keep these exclusives, and about your outstanding YouTube channel, which just had a major change. Yeah, absolutely. So real talk, whenever Boom um, Boom called me like 15 uh, minutes Literally uh, before, before 12.30, <laughs> and, 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 and he was like, hey, man, at 12.30, do you want to go on and you know, talk about Indiana Jones and all this different stuff? And I was like, well, man, I would love to, but I was like literally at GameStop buying a, uh, a Nintendo Switch Lite that I've been um, just, uh, just drooling over. I've just really wanted this, uh, this system for a while. And uh, so finally, you know, he pushed it back to, to, you know, one. So we were able to do the show. 
so I now have a Nintendo Switch, and I'm really, really excited. The first thing I'm probably going to play on that is uh, the Let's Go Eevee Pokemon game. I'm nice. really, really excited about that. Nice. Um, but um, yeah, if you guys want to, the the best way to follow me, see what I'm doing, and 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 see what I'm working on is just by going to constantgamer.com. It's a new gaming uh, news review uh, website. Uh, where we, you know, post all the latest, you know, gaming news, reviews, all that different stuff. We also have a community section that uh, we're, you know, going to be fleshing out a little bit more that has uh, fun quizzes, like gaming related quizzes. The and one I'm that working we have on one. I'll have that by week's yeah. end. Yeah, and Boom is working on one. He's working on a Resident Evil quiz. So yes. if you are a big fan of Resident Evil, definitely stay tuned for that. Or if you're a big fan of the Outer Scrolls, I have a quiz up on the site right now uh, for anyone to just go and 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 play and and you know have a fun time with. Um, and then our YouTube channel has also been changed from Zimmy Games to Constant Gamer. Um, so if you go to Constant Gamer's website up in the top right hand corner, you should see a social media uh, section and you can click on our uh, YouTube, our Twitter page and, and just instantly go uh, to our YouTube and other social media channels that way. Uh, but yeah, boom, this has been an amazing show. I can't wait to play uh, this Indiana Jones game. Uh, probably going to be another two, three years until we uh, get it. Maybe hopefully not three years, maybe two years. Let's stay optimistic. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, it's been a bit of pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for being here as always. And of course, thank you to the 400 people that tuned in. Listen, if you are new to the program, please consider subscribing to the channel. You get this kind of content and it's usually live. Like I could easily have done just a video, but I feel more alive behind the microphone. And of course, interacting with the community is really what this channel was built on. One more super chat. Oh, Super Chat came in. Let me get that. Okay. I don't want to, I don't definitely don't want to miss it. Suicide King drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat and says, Hey, boom, it's dark out here in the world. Thanks for bringing some light and our positivity about gaming. Say it ain't so. Well, dude, thank you for the, that is awesome, dude. I appreciate the generosity, but of course, I really appreciate the extremely kind words. And yes, I am, I am, I'd like to believe that when I do these shows, I do bring a sense of positivity. Now, granted, we will talk about negative things, but we don't harp on them. Um, we don't use the words ponies and Xbox and Nintendorks. We don't like that kind of talk. We try to keep that out of the chat. Um, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and of course, you can use those words. But you know, we 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 we, we hope that you don't, because we want this. We want the chats of, of my channel about Double Barrel Gaming to be a fun space, a safe space for gamers, regardless of what flag you fly, to come hang out and talk about their favorite console slash iconic character. Hopefully, if you're new, you get that and you decide to subscribe. Obviously, uh, please uh, repost this on social media. Let's get some people to watch the, the, the one-hour show. And of course, before you get on out of here, please, please, please hit that like button because I think that uh, the more likes I get, the better I, I float around in the algorithm known as YouTube. And I kind of want to hit 10K before the end of 2021. We're close, folks. We're, we're, ha we're, we're 7,000 and change. So we're about, you know, 3,000 subs away. And again, if you're new and you want this kind of content weekly, consider subscribing to the channel. But folks, listen, this has been a great way to uh, pretty much end Tuesday uh, because obviously, you know, listen, we, this didn't happen in the morning. Midday, we got this information and it's a great, great Tuesday for sure. 
But I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dear old dad taught me. God rest his soul. He used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and you and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you this Thursday on the newest and hottest place to get your Xbox news, reviews, and opinions on the new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you Thursday. Oh!